Welcome to Frontline Static, a podcast that helps bridge the gap between healthcare workers and first responders and everything in between. We are in full-fledged the first week of summer break, and my kids are enjoying their time off, although they are having summer practices for the sports that they're going to be playing in high school. Um, They've also been binge-watching Stranger Things. The new season just came out. I have not gotten into it, but they love it, and they've been watching the other seasons over and over again, and that's actually what they're currently doing right now as I'm finishing up editing this podcast this week. But this week, I'm joined by one of my clients, Amanda. Um, She first came to me with just not being very happy in the current position that she was working in as a nurse, and... um, She talks about on this episode how she went from that initial conversation to putting in her applications for flight nursing and how she uh, started the interview process and how she ultimately picked the um, offer and the position in the company that she wanted to work for. She talks about the thoughts that she had going into that entire process and the thoughts that she currently carries with her as she's starting in this new endeavor. So I hope you enjoy my interview with Amanda this week. Here we go. Hey, Amanda, thanks for joining me today on the podcast. I really appreciate you being on. Thanks for having me today, Janessa. So tell us a little bit about yourself, um, whatever you want to share about your nursing career so far and kind of where you're at right now. Yeah, so um, I started being a nurse four and a half years ago, um, based in Chicago. I've always been in the city of Chicago. Um, I started off Um, At the same hospital as I got hired on, I was first a nursing assistant um, in a medical ICU, cardiac ICU floor, Um, got hired as a new nurse there, um, stayed there um, throughout my whole career. We always got like Mickey overflow patients, um, of course, turned into the COVID ICU and then turned into a med surge ICU. Um, Got a little bored with ICU life, so decided to dip my feet into ER life, so very opposite ends. Um, but I loved it ever since and um, realized, you know, I'm a little sick of hospitals. So pursuing a flight nurse right now, being a flight nurse. Yeah. And more than pursuing, like when we first met, like mm-hmm. that was kind of what your goal was. And I think, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, but it kind of seemed like when we first met, it was like, okay, in the near future, I want to do it. But even on our first call, I was like, no, you're ready for this. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah. I, I didn't think that I was going to be a flight nurse soon. I'm starting a new job next, the flight nurse job in July, but I thought this was honestly going to be like eight years down the line, not right now. Yeah. So you definitely have encouraged me to take some steps. Yeah. So tell me what your thoughts were when we first met, like what was it kind of like prohibiting you from moving forward in it? Cause I think a lot of people feel similar to you where they've had all the experience, the three to five years of either ER or ICU, but yet there's still like this thing that's holding them back or making them feel like they're not ready. Yeah, absolutely. So many, many factors for me. Um, one factor on the professional end, you know, it's always very unsure. A lot of times I find that um, in my nursing program, at least flight nursing wasn't really spoken about a lot. I know we had one instructor who mentioned it. Um, and that's honestly, she's the reason why that was always in the back of my head. Um, but, you know, like our program, the trajectory was always like, go to, sc- go to school, nursing school, um, couple years bedside and then you go for your DNP or a CRNA um, and honestly I thought that was my trajectory but I never felt 
you know, great enough about school, like, okay, that's great, but I wanted something to be passionate about. Um, so that was kind of the biggest thing where, you know, it wasn't the norm, quote unquote, norm for flight nursing to be a trajectory or to be a goal. Um, so I never really looked into it. Um, and then in the ER position, um, I did a fly along with one of their hospitals. Um, and, you know, the nurses are amazing there. And I think one of their, you know, apologize for the construction in the background. <laughs> um, but one of the advice they gave me was, you know, take your time, like, you're, you don't have to rush to be in flight nursing. And I don't think they meant it in a way where it was, you know, you don't have enough experience. But, you know, I'm a very doubtful person of myself, too. So I went ahead and said, okay, I need to have more years in the ICU or in the PICU, which I don't have experience with PEDS. So that slowed me down a lot, just having, you know, a lot of unknown or not enough people to guide me. Yeah. Um, on the personal level, um, I take care of a family member, help take care of a family member, my grandma. She's very, very dear to my heart. Um, and a lot of times I'm very controlling with the care. So it always made me nervous, even going from ICU to ER, like I'm in Chicago still for both those hospitals. It made me very, very nervous because, you know, how am I going to balance, um, you know, my career versus taking care of my grandma. I, at that point, I didn't realize that you could choose both, not just one. Yeah. And I love that because that was our initial conversation together, right? Absolutely. That you can really have what you want and still, you know, personally be taking care of some other things in your life that it's, it's possible to have both of those things. Yeah. So what is kind of the thought that got you through that? And that might be exactly it. I don't know, but um, got you through kind of that hump of, yeah, you know, I can go for it right now. I can do it. So one of my biggest strengths and flaws that I've learned from sessions with you is I'm an over planner. Um, so, you know, it's learning not to over plan for everything. It's realizing like it could be okay. Like even I reflect and like, it's not perfect ever since like our first session where like, okay, you can choose both. It's not like it was, you know, great all the way. You know, I have days where, you know, I have issues with, like family or like doubts in my head for the job saying like, okay, is it really fair for me to be out of town for that long and leave someone I love uh, for so long? Um, but it is reminding myself like, you know, hey, you still need to make changes. This is your career too. Um, you know, you just have to let go of that control and let it happen. If there's a bump along the way, you care about someone so much that you need to, you know, try to make a solution out of it. It's not yeah. one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we've talked about this a little bit before too, just that, you know, as we're able to, as healthcare providers and first responders, we, we want to give of ourselves to everybody else. But then as we find, like, as we can fill our own cup, like sometimes that's even easier to give in those places of responsibility. Yeah. So I remember mentioning to you that besides like the personal family life and my career life, you know, I personally overall, like I wanted your help because I wasn't very happy in life. Um, I mean, I do not think that I'm a failure whatsoever in my career. I think I've worked very hard for it, but it wasn't something that I was passionate about. You know, I, I knew I was like done with bedside and, you know, I was actually on the route to looking up schools, but I wasn't happy with what I was doing. And so actually, since I've accepted this new job 
elsewhere, like out of Chicago, it's not only helping me be happier in my career, it's actually helping me feel better about my independence. Um, I mean, me personally, like I've, I've stayed at home through college, living at home in college, in nursing school, everywhere. Um, so I've always been used to having family around, like, and when I mean around, I mean like down the block from me. So I've never actually been on my own. So this is not just a career growth. It's a very big personal growth for me to be on my own, like three hours outside the city, which, you know, for most people might not be a big deal, but for me, it's a big growth opportunity. Yeah. And what I love about you and working with you is even from day one, like, even though you were uncomfortable with the thought that, yeah, I am ready, let's go for it. You just like put yourself out there and you did it. And you have to, and you know, as much as I'm very controlling of like little specific things in life, I find that you know, the most I feel uncomfortable is when I realize that's what I have to do. Yeah. Yeah. And what's interesting too, is that, you know, even from the first session to the second session, I was like, okay, Amanda, come up with like the, all the places that I know that, that you want to apply for, or that you are willing to go. And between that session and the next, you're like, I put in all my applications. Which That's I the controlling that. part, which was like the good part. <laughs> which I loved that because it was like, you went from hesitation to zero hesitation. Let's just go for it. Let's do it. And I love that about you. But I think what's really interesting too, that I think we should bring up is that I notice in a lot of my clients who want, our, want to get into flight, the more applications they put in, the more places that they're willing to apply, the better the opportunity that gives them. And what's interesting specifically also about your situation was that I had you number Mm -hmm. which ones were important to you. And then as you were going through the application process, as you were going through the interview, you were meeting the managers, meeting the other people that you might be working with, that kind of number changed. Yes. So can you talk about that a little bit? Because I think that's really important for applicants as well. Yeah, absolutely. So um, for me, you know, trying to balance being closer to home with the flight nurse hours, Um, the main thing I was looking for is like 24 hour shifts because if I was traveling back from the city out somewhere farther, I want to make some time for that. Um, instead of like 12 hour shifts and then driving a couple hours back and forth. Um, so that was one of my criteria for my personal situation. So, um, the two top programs I had was there's a hospital that was like two hours away to 24 hour shifts a week. It's like, great, this is close by. I can make this happen. Um, The other one um, was through air methods and it was about like an hour and a half drive. So even closer. So those were my absolute top two choices. Um, The only negative part was they were per diem positions, not full-time. So, you know, I was going to make it work with, you know, doing per diem flight, at least put my foot in there and then still work bedside, either part-time or full-time. The one that was my last choice, um, and last choice, because it was just farther away, um, the hours were 84 hours for seven days. So it wasn't my most ideal, but, and I really honestly looked at it and was like, okay, I don't think I'm going to apply for this because as much as I want to apply, you know, I don't want to just put in applications where it doesn't seem ideal, but, you know, part of my gut told me, you know, just do this, this position, like just do it. It's three hours. Maybe you're going to cap it off at three hours. I kept pushing myself with the driving limit. So then I got interviews for all three. Um, my first one was that, you know, my quote unquote last choice. And like right off the bat, you could tell how, 
you know, welcoming they are. They really, really wanted you to further yourself. It wasn't like, oh, you don't have enough experience or saying like, oh, you have experience, but it is very hard. Like they were very open with me. They helped make it work. I, you know, voiced out my worry, like, hey, I do take care of my family. Like, and that's the one thing, like I was very, very honest with them and they really, really took that in Mm -hmm. and was very open. Like, we'll help you make that work. We'll try to make this happen for you. So honestly, interviewing all of those programs they become my very top choice just because of the feel of how things were going with them and how open they were with me and also them realizing like you know I'm important enough that they want to work with me to make this job happen for me so that was a very big flip in events um that I'm going to go farther out to do this yeah and what was your thought because I always work with my clients on their thought work before they're going into the interview because I think like your belief in yourself is so important to what you're conveying in the interview so what was your thought during that interview. Um, this was actually, this is important. This is actually funny that you uh, point this out. Cause I do remember talking to you about this and I was saying like, oh, you know, it is kind of my last choice though out of all. And you're like, no, this is also very important. And I had that in the back of my head, like, no, like don't eliminate that opportunity for yourself. If you did put in that application. If you put in that application, don't waste your own time. And also don't waste the other person's time either. So it was also like reminding me like, right off the bat, my new manager is like talking to me and it didn't even feel like, it didn't feel like an interview. It felt like a conversation with her, like a very professional conversation, which I really enjoyed because, you know, my biggest thing is, you know, working in acute care, you want someone who's there for you. And that's what I got from them too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what was your thought when you were going through that interview about yourself? Um, it was hard talking about myself and that's me personally. Um, I tend to give myself a hard time like, oh, what are my strengths? I don't know any strength. I don't, I don't have any strengths. Um, but it wasn't bad. It, it's, it's very reflective moment. And honestly, out of all the interviews I've ever done in my life, that was the first time I actually really reflected and you know, gave the most honest answers of yeah. situations. Yeah, which I think is really interesting too, because as we were having conversations leading up to it, your Mm -hmm. worst fear was like, how do I bring in like personally what's happening with me to let them know that that's important to me too. And I said, just be you. Yeah. Like just be transparent. Yeah. And that was, that was one of the big differences between this flight program and another flight program that I interviewed for, because it was the response of, okay, this is my personal life, personal life. That's important to me. I'm concerned about this. And it was the way that the other person responded in which made me think this is the right place for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. And you really being able to feel that out about which one was a good fit for you too. I think just acknowledging, like, even though it was your third choice, like, oh, you know, maybe this is where I'm supposed to be based mm-hmm. on like what they value and having that initial conversation with them. Absolutely. And I think like one other thing to bring up too, is I often people come to me and um, when they want help with the interview process, they think, gosh, how do I know all the knowledge that I need to know with the deficits in the areas that I haven't seen or worked in? And what I really focus on is let's give specific examples and let the people know like what you value and what's important to you. Um, and so I think like you did a really good job of that. And can you speak on like, how were you feeling the interviews were going to be as opposed to how they really were? I thought it was going to be way more intimidating in the manner of which you are tested. Um, and, you know, I think 
it's very different bedside. I feel like a lot of experiences, experiences I've had bedside, you'll always have someone that comes up to you and be like, oh, you know, what's your experience? And almost like size you up, that type of deal. And, you know, I always preface things with like, hey, I don't know everything, but this is what I know. This is what I've learned. I'm here to, you know, learn more. That's why I changed jobs. And I never really got that from them, that size you up type, yeah. you know, personality. It was more so, you know, we understand that you're not going to know everything, but we're here for you. We have the resources here for you. It is up to you to push yourself to learn. Yeah. So yeah. that was a huge thing because I think, especially the changes in healthcare these days, a lot more newer nurses coming in. It's very important, like when I precept people, like, hey, you're not like reminding them. And I need to remind myself too, I'm not perfect with remembering that. Like, you're not going to know everything and you're going to feel nervous. And I remember I was telling you, I was like randomly studying things yeah. on the way to like the visit the base. And you're always going to feel nervous about it. But that nervousness is a good thing because it shows you care. But it's also being very honest with yourself and your coworkers because if you don't know something, that's fine. Yeah. The push to know things and look for the resources. Yeah. And what would you tell, I, I guess, what advice would you give um, nurses who were kind of in a similar position as you that came in thinking, you know, I, I think this is going to be me, but maybe eight years down the line, like, what would you tell those nurses that are kind of wavering about if the skills and the knowledge that they have right now is enough to kind of go for it? I think if nurses are thinking, I can't do this yet because of skill wise, I think they should honestly go for it. I mean, granted, I don't really recommend a new grad jumping into it, but there's a reason why they put in like at least three to five years. If you meet that criteria, and if you know you want to be a flight nurse, not just not to just have a jumpsuit or a helmet, because you're really passionate about it, you have to put your application in and just try. Because, you know, best case scenario, you become a flight nurse. Worst case scenario, you get an offer, but you realize this is not the time for you, but you've been through that process. Yeah. So- just go for it. Yeah. And how did you feel about the preparation that kind of we did before? Was that helpful for you at all? Um, as far as like the three different interviews that you had, because I'm sure they were all very different. Absolutely. They, I mean, nailed it on helping me prepare for everything in the interview. Um, the test part was a little difficult. Um, that was when I visited base, but it wasn't, again, they reminded me, this is not something that's like a pass or fail. This is just letting us know what education opportunities we need for you. Um, but it, it helped me absolutely feel a lot more comfortable with answering and just, you know, being myself instead of just racking my brain, like, Hey, oh my gosh, what am I supposed to answer for this? Yeah. Yeah. And as I talk to people, they're like, what's some things that I could be studying? And I'm, it's like, it's impossible to know everything that they could ask you, or even just to know everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, just as nurses, we don't see all of these things. Like, for example, for myself, I didn't see devices. I didn't see infants or pediatrics or high-risk OB prior to flight nursing. So I think it's just remembering like the critical skills that you have are, is what's going to set you up for one, both what they're going to teach you in yes. that new hire process and as you're going along and two that you're just gonna ask questions and learn as you go and um you're gonna be able to critically think through it whatever yeah, absolutely it's always your own push to learn and that's the most important part whether you're a flight nurse new grad or nurse that's been nurse for 10 years yeah yeah so you're moving on to this new endeavor you picked what you thought was your third and ended up being your first, which I yes. think is great. You're not my only client that that happens to where I have them kind of range out what they think is 
first, second, and third, or however many they have. And then oftentimes it does change just based on their interview, their interactions, the people they talk to. So um, you're getting ready to start the new hire process here in the next couple months. How are you feeling about it now? Oh my gosh, it's a roller coaster. <laughs> so um, for me personally, I chose to have a full month of unemployment just because with traveling, I had a brother's wedding to go to and celebrate. And the scariest yet the best choice of my life to do this because I didn't realize there was so much to put into this. Um, so I have part partial certifications and for the requirements, but just lining everything up and organizing it, it does take a lot. Um, but you know, it's, it's making me very excited though, just getting, getting everything all in a row. Um, just realizing like, this is actually going to happen. This is what you signed up for and yeah. you're not waiting eight years to do this. So yeah. it's been hectic, but a good thing, but also reminding myself to relax a bit because I try to do everything in like one week and it's impossible. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm excited to continue to work with you. I think like it's it's also, you know, a new feat is just stepping into this role of going from ER ICU nurse to now flight nursing um, and making you feel really good about it. So I'm excited to continue to work together and help you really in this big transition time for you of stepping into it, feeling confident and just knowing that what you already have is going to make you successful in it. Um, but last question for you, what piece of advice have you got, you know, maybe from a mentor or someone that you looked up to so far as a nurse to like really get you to where you are now? I think one of the things that really stuck with me, um, I remember in nursing school, this was um, a manager in the ICU in a smaller community hospital. And, uh, you know, I was just putting my foot out there, putting my face out there like, hey, I'm here for clinicals. I'm very interested in working in the ICU as a new grad. I heard, and this was back when new grads were not hired into ICUs whatsoever. So I asked her, like, hey, would you hire a new grad? And the one thing she told me that always stuck with me was, I can hire anybody because anyone can learn a skill. Anyone can take up a book and learn the critical thinking. What I want is someone who has the heart to do it and has the drive to do it. And that has always stuck with me because the more years I've added on to being a nurse and, you know, I count, I've been a nurse for four and a half years. I still count myself as like baby nurse too, um, during this time. And it always stuck with me because the more I see it, I'm like, yeah, you can learn the skills, but it's having that passion to have that drive to do this, to learn and really push yourself. So I think, you know, being a new grad, being anywhere you are, whoever's listening, you know, it's fine to be scared. Just have that passion, have that drive and push on. Yeah, I love that. That's a great piece of advice because I really do think that that's what ultimately got you this job too. Like we talked about in the interviews, they wouldn't have brought you there if you didn't meet the application requirements or the experience, but what they want to know from you is what you value. And I'm 100% sure that in all of those interviews that you had, that they realized that you value being driven and just going for it, you know? So I think that's really what's made you successful up until this point. Yeah. And that push that you gave me too. So thank you. Yeah. yeah, no problem. I'm happy to be able to help you with that. Well, thanks Amanda for being on this week. Um, I look forward to continue to work together and I look forward to just kind of seeing you blossom into this, this flight nurse that you're going to become. Yeah. Great. Thank you so much, Nessa. All right. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.
I hope you are inspired by something you heard on the podcast this week. I know that I continue to be inspired and impressed um, by my clients as well. And I'm just so grateful to be able to be a part of the process for them, of helping them reach their goals and um, committing to be uncomfortable in the process of growth and opportunity for themselves. And if anybody is interested in getting started, go ahead and book a consult with me and we'll get you to your goals, even the impossible ones that you think that you can't accomplish. So I will talk with you guys all next week and have a great week. Bye.